Hi guys, it's your host Matilda. And your host Hadiza. And your other host Imama. And you're listening to not an Amibo interlude, but an Africana Express episode. guys hi welcome back to a new episode a new week imama and hadiza how are you guys doing good how are you hadiza is in bedroom voice (laughs) (laughs) i'm good i'm good as well how are you imama i am good um how have your weeks been it's been good for me well i kind of took a break from working out the whole of last week so i'm feeling like a like a lump right now (laughs) but i got back to working out this week and it's been good but like yeah my weeks have been good wait how often do you work out like four or five times a week huh for how long though so I've been doing it like almost consistently. So I've been doing like consistently at least three times consistently for the past about like a month. But like last week I did not work out like at all. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like I gained like 50 pounds. <laughs> but I mean like how long in a day? Like how long are your sessions? Oh, how long are my sessions? Um, they are about 40 minutes. 30, okay. Yeah. 40 minutes. Yeah. I want to know what I can commit to. I, I'm, I'm feeling that way as well, but like mine has been like a, maybe like two month slump. Like, mm. I haven't no, been going see, the for thing runs. is that I didn't work out and then like I also ate like absolute trash. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the problem. So like, it's like, I feel like I just did my body injustice. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. How about you, Hadiza? I mean, like, my diet has been like up and down, I'd say. So yeah, it's just been, up and down, lots of like ups the and week downs. or your diet, everything, <laughs> everything, just ups and downs. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, before we get into today's content, if you actually noticed, we didn't say having bought interludes. That is because we're trying a new thing. So as Fuad was saying, you know, the nice thing about um having a podcast that's not run by like a big station or anything is that you can try different things with it. So like um a month ago or maybe two, one and a half months ago, we were on a South African podcast, Ayan Hadiza, and we met these guys from the Culture Podcast. And I've, I also met earlier this year, Shiro from the Kenyan Plug podcast. She was on that matriarchy episode. Um, So we came together as three podcasts one from the south one from the east and us from the west and we're like it'd be nice to just come together and like just interview different africans regardless of what corner of the continent they're in and just like you know get to know them from our different perspectives and it's really nice because this episode you guys are about to listen to we spoke to a um, south african that's living in korea and there's so many perspectives she had that i was like huh and Ooh. yeah, it's, it was really nice. And like the, um, the guys from South Africa were able to engage her more with the things going on in South Africa than we would have on our podcast. So it's like just getting new perspectives as well. And like, you know, bringing it to our three different podcast audiences. So like, it's, it's really African, nice. All that. It's all like, it's Rashid. in line with what we're going for, you know, <laughs> Africa unites. Yeah. Gaddafi. Wait, was it Gaddafi that wanted to do the thingy? I mean, he was a Pan African. 
Africanist, yeah. Okay. So yeah. it's yeah, it's yeah. I say we're a Pan African podcast. <laughs> hey, shout out! When we first started, we were very, very heavily Nigerian, but it's really nice. I feel like we're starting to diversify our reach. So this Growth. is nice. That's this what is what nice. That's called. That's what that's Growth. called. That's what that's called. Okay. So, anyways, guys, enjoy this episode and let us know what you think after and what you think about this idea as well and what you think about the um the other podcasts don't forget to check out the culture podcast and the kenyan plug podcast as well enjoy hi guys so my name is matilda and i'm from the africa lipso podcast and i'm nigerian <laughs> okay. my name is hero from kenyan plug pod and i'm kenyan <laughs> What's up? Yo, I'm I'm Uno. My, my name is Uno. I'm from the Culture ZA podcast and I'm based in South Africa. And Can you pronounce your full name? I've been wanting to know your full name. Unopa. Unopa. Okay, got it. It's Shona. It means he gives. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like So, <laughs> um... When we do this tri-podcast alliance, we like to call ourselves Africana Express. And today, we've got a special guest with us. She goes by the name of Miss... Is it Miss or Mrs.? I'm not married. <laughs> yeah. Miss Palessa Jonas. Ah, drum roll, please. <laughs> What's up, Palissa? Hey, what's up, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to my channel. <laughs> <laughs> it's new to her speaking today. <laughs> um, like, share, right. subscribe. Right. <laughs> Please subscribe. Yeah, so, so, uh, Palissa is like, uh, I don't, I don't know, I feel like you should kind of like tell us a bit about yourself. Introduce myself. So hi everyone. This is my first ever podcast. Um (laughs) and the fact that it's with Africans, it's like yay. (laughs) I'm from South Africa and I am an English teacher in South Korea. So yeah. I met Unopa at a, who was hosting a live. One of my you know, followers had a live thing on Instagram and then I watched the video and then, yeah, and, that's how it all happened. And, and I'm also what? curious to know how you guys met each other. Okay. Oh, oh, she's throwing us. You should be a podcaster too. Yeah, she got, she got the vibes. I the <laughs> you have the vibes. You have the vibes. Oh my gosh. So, um, so, so I met Shiro. I think I met Shiro first. Shiro can explain how she met, you know. But I met you guys at the same time on the same really? on Twitter. Really? I was trying oh, to on Twitter today. Uh huh. Okay. Oh. Today I hit you guys both up and ever since. <laughs> oh my. Yeah. yeah. So Twitter. Yeah, we, did this. we met we met through Twitter. We've had them as guests on our podcast, and um, it's it was great. I think we we got along, and we just decided to take this energy that we we have, put it together, and you know, put it out to the world and see what more energy we can we can get. You know, and we found you <laughs> just like that. Yeah. <laughs> when when I told them I, I I just met you via an IG live, you know, like you explained, 
and you know you're yeah. a you're a YouTuber, you're an English teacher in South Korea. I was like, oh, it's very that'd be very intriguing to to speak to you know another African on a different part of the world, you know, because we're all on four different continents. Isn't that crazy? Oh my gosh, we uh, four. <laughs> We have three, three different, three, three. Okay, yeah, North, like, North, yeah. North America is one country. Yeah, because North America, yeah, yeah. but uh, four different countries. Yeah, so. four different countries. Yeah, yeah, and we're all Africans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a really quick question about your YouTube though, because disclaimer, full disclaimer. Um, once um, you know, told us about you and like that you were coming on the podcast. I went to your channel and I've been almost everything. <laughs> so I feel like you didn't even need an introduction. I know, like, you know, so it's pretty cool. But I watched the first video that you brought out in like 2018, and like you know, you were talking kind of briefly about why you're starting the podcast. Um, sorry, the YouTube. Um, channel but i was wondering why exactly like apart from like just documenting like your travels and stuff like that what really pushed you to make the first step what really stood out for you so when i i was looking through youtube videos all i could find was americans talking about the experiences and everything was in dollars like this is 10 dollars and i didn't understand anything i was just like can one South African just do this? And there just wasn't that person. Mm. So I was like, well, I want to be that person. And I didn't think it would actually, I don't know, blow up as much as it did. I didn't expect it to, for my channel to grow that quickly. So, um, and I think it's because all my things are in RANs. It's really South African. Mm. Um, I even speak South African languages and. And shout out to South Africa for for having eleven languages, so mm. I can flex. I know, you, you, <laughs> and I can gossip. Ask, ask ask Matilda how many languages they have in Nigeria. I don't even know. Oh, there's that many. Ask Shiro how many languages they have in Kenya. Fifty something tribes. Yeah, eleven languages. We're, oh we're small. Man. We're small, small fries. <laughs> oh, hey Stan. Yeah. You see, you see, technology. Technology is a problem. You see this thing. Stan, Stan is another one of our members, Palessa. Yeah, what's good, Palessa? What's good? I'm good. How are you? I'm frustrated, Chef. I'm not going to lie to you. Because <laughs> trying to get into Why? this meeting is like trying to get inside the VIP section of the club. The struggle. <laughs> it's so frustrating. So frustrating. Now, like, uh, the worst thing is that you can't bribe technology. You can't bribe the internet. <laughs> that sounds like a South African guy. <laughs> I know. No, that, sounds, that sounds fully African. Generally. Yeah. <laughs> Why bribing is it? Trying to bribe technology. <laughs> I'm sure somebody has tried to. I'm sure somebody has tried to bribe the Googles. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Probably. So I wanted yeah, to ask you, Palissa, how long have you been like doing your YouTube channel? Uh, just over a year. So I started last year. Last I think year. it was like December 2018, right? <laughs> oh, yes. Like <laughs> wow. I'm the FBI. I'm she the FBI. A, she did a research. <laughs> oh, okay. So I got I got the job December. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. oh, not really. Yeah, yeah. They sent me the email then. And then that's when I started the channel. Like, yo. Um, so my first video is literally I got the job. <laughs> oh, that's great. And yeah. Well, so yeah. why One, why Korea though? Why Korea? Yeah, yeah, I, I know you you also question. said like you could have gone to China, you could have 
like you started thinking of other places <laughs> at some point. But then why why Korea? That's very specific. I think Korea like had content. a lot of YouTubers representing it well, whereas with China, you didn't see any black people there. So it's like, am I going to be the only black person there? Um, mm. even, even though Korea had a lot of African-Americans, it's still better than you being the only African. But it's still really, 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 oh my gosh, I don't see any foreigner, not even African, mm. like even a white pe- person. It's just me. Unless I literally say to my friend, hey, let's hook up. I don't bump into any foreigner. It's just me the whole week and which Koreans. Part, which part of South Korea are you in? So I'm on an island, Jeju Island. But even on mainland, if I'm on a bus, I'm the only black person. The school, mm. I'm the only black. Not even black person, literally the only foreigner. I don't see any other foreigner. I don't, it's, it's so crazy. I don't know how to explain it. It's mind blowing. And, and are you, how are you finding the adapting or have you adapted? And you said you were watching YouTube channels to, to prepare you to go there as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's cool. And, and then you became one of those YouTubers that prepare people to go there as well. To go. That's dope. That's yeah. Dope. So now it's I super helpful. That know me, like, hey, I, I know you. I watch you. I'm like, oh. hey. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> That's how <Stadu>. Okay. <laughs> but do you think you were actually prepared? Like when you were coming, you watched YouTube channels, but did they prepare you enough for like actually not seeing any foreigners at all? Yeah. yeah. And black people. No, I don't think that anyone can be fully prepared for anything mm. because even if I tell you exactly what is going to happen, only when it happens to you, does it really hit you? Like, yeah, oh my thanks. gosh, you know, like, there's a new South African girl who's literally like, you know, she feels undesirable because Korean guys are not asking her out or whatever. And I'm just like, well, I can't relate because my boyfriend is here, but mm. I, I get it. I mm. get how like... Wait, quick so- question, quick question, quick question, Baleza. So in your honest opinion, can Korean guys get it? <laughs> she just said her boyfriend is there. She said she has a I didn't no guys. I didn't ask about her boyfriend. I asked her in general, can Korean guys get it? Comprehension, guys. Comprehension. (laughs) No, black black girls and Korean guys do hook up, but they always just complain about the penis size, so what 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 about it? (laughs) What what about it? Is it overwhelming or <laughs> underwhelming? Honestly, you can Google it. It's a Google fact. it. That's they the best message in the world. Oh. 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 So, so the guys, oh. the guys are great. It's just that they they suck in that department. I don't even. I don't even. I don't want to say great because <laughs> first of all, there's no. There's the language barrier, right? Yeah. People, so listen, they'll kick you out. <laughs> this is not. This is not the PR career need. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm talking Please about the guys. <laughs> In terms of relationships, they don't speak English, and um, mm. most of us don't speak Korean. We can know we know like a few words, but we don't mm. know Korean. So there's a language barrier. Firstly, mm. secondly, they suck in that department. So it's just like a scam. It's like <laughs> you know. <laughs> 
Wow. How come you haven't learned the language though? Like because you've been like you you don't see any other foreigners. How do you communicate like generally? Mm. They learn English in school, so they mostly they can understand mm. more they can speak, but I live so Jeju Island is known as the Hawaii of Korea. So okay. most travelers come yeah, there. That's nice. Sounds nice. <laughs> it is. It is very beautiful. So I saw that in a K-drama. <laughs> <laughs> <Not> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks nice. It really does. It is. Yeah. So it's a touristy place and people know basics. Like, and that's all I need. Like, mm-hmm. where is the bus? Where can mm-hmm. I, you know? Toilets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yeah. there's like Google translation yeah, yeah. apps. And honestly, to be honest, I haven't really given the language a try. I've just okay. been like, Ugh, I don't need it. Okay. How long are you intending Hello, on, on being being there? Oh, Corona has switched up the plans, guys. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like, you know, I feel like we all just don't know what's happening right now. Mm. Um, I have no plans of going back home anytime soon. I did want to go visit because I haven't been home in like two years now. Okay. Um, I wanted to come next February, but South Africa's on 80,000 coronavirus cases. I don't <laughs> think it's going to be over in six months, you know. No, so being no. realistic, I'm like, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. yeah. But you know, a vaccine, maybe. That's what we're all hoping for, right? Like a vaccine, yeah. Uh, yeah. like some kind of treatment True. so when you went there though how how long did you intend on staying it's always a year everyone is always like a year for one year <laughs> and then it's not a year because i guess the benefits of the job are insane um yeah. for your flight yeah. they pay Ooh. for your accommodation give you transport money to go to work it's mm. insane and i know you don't pay well yeah, they pay well. I don't know if you know. I only I know it in South African rand. Mm. I'm on thirty two thousand rand after tax. Jesus a Christ! Month. Oh, a what? month. Okay, let me what, convert that. What, what the fuck? What do, do, those, do those guys need to learn English that seriously? Ah, it's, it's honestly it's almost like unbelievable because for my mm. third graders my most easiest grade i'm teaching abcs mm. and for my hardest grade grade sixes i'm teaching january february March, like months what? of the year what? Like that's I, just, I just did the conversion yeah, Yo, yeah. where can i sign up please <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's crazy like what you're saying about you know you 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 think of yeah, it's only gonna last one year. I mean, I dated a girl, you know, we were together for like two years, and then like she just got this overwhelming urge to go teach English, you know, and she studied that whole TEFL course in like one month. In the second month, she was yeah. secu- securing a job, and boom, she was off to China, you know, and it was happening so fast. And I, I really thought she was going to get there and maybe not like it, or maybe she's going just going to be there for a year. She got there. She's stealing back, you know, and it's, it's, so been, like, and it's not been like four years. Yeah, no, no, we're not, we're not together. I mean, we tried the, the open relationship thing, but, uh, you know, it just became a lot uh, uh, six six months after she left, yeah. Oh, okay, no, no. you really tried. Yeah, I really tried, man. I really tried. <laughs> well, I mean, we both tried. Let me not. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spotlight on myself. 
I mean, I I left my boyfriend behind, and he came nine months later. Mm-hmm. So I guess if if it's meant to be, it will be like if it'll work, it'll work. Yeah, it must have been hard. That's true. Is he also teaching English? Yeah. So he's a high school teacher as well. I think they tend to give male males um the high school role and then most females get middle school or elementary Mm. i guess because boys start getting i wonder what that is (laughs) (laughs) sounds like patriarchy oh it is there's that word (laughs) The, the trigger word love it I'm just wondering what their culture is like. Can you draw any similarities with like African? Okay, African culture is also very like big. Let's say South African culture specifically. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. like are they generally? Because you've talked about the patriarchy, I thought they'd be more forward. Because like I mean, technologically, they're more forward. So you think that comes with a forward culture, but. Keyword. You think? <laughs> Keyword. <laughs> um, so, like, the principals, they've started giving females principal roles, but they're all elementary principals and then high school principals are male. Apparently, wow. I, it, I don't know if this is a fact, but I heard male teachers earn more. Um, mm. Male Korean teachers earn more than... Um, females, even when we eat at lunch, the males will go f- first. Is that in their culture? South Koreans. Yeah. Is that, is that we call systematic patriarchy? It is. Like, it's, it's like, I don't know how to okay. explain it. Little I'll, things. I want to ask a, a bit of a weird question. Um, considering yeah. that systematic patriarchy, you know, in, in the school system, specifically, mm-hmm. how many cases about do you... to shake the table. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you know, how many cases of uh, male teachers abusing their power? Because clearly they are in power in, 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 those, in those roles. How many cases, like for example, the principal fondling a, a student, does that kind of stuff happen? There and like, is it reported? How how does the society react so, to? Yeah, yeah. So Korea is one of those countries where everything, like, it's like all we see is good on the news. Mm. Those those countries where you cannot talk badly about the president, you go to jail. You know those type of countries. So mm. uh, oh, it, like really it sounds like Africa. I love how. Every single person in this chat was like, yeah, we know, we know. (laughs) (laughs) In South Africa, we could make fun. We can make videos like of Cyril Ramaphosa, like how he couldn't put on his mask or... Or, I don't know, like when he did that whole elbow thing, how we should start greeting each other. And people like made it a song in the video, like just really just playing back the whole move thing. Yeah. And also how we can call him Cupcake because one of the sidekicks called called him Cupcake (laughs) and emails. Mm, That was was a spicy story. eh? I mean, yeah. Even Zuma, how we we trash talk that guy. You cannot do that here. It, principals, it, they highly respected. They, mm. um, I read an article that there was a lady who was found dead, or or the male. I'm not sure, but it was a couple, and one killed the other. I read it at I want to say 11 p.m. 
Mm. I woke up at six, sent it to my friend, and she couldn't find it. I couldn't find it anywhere. Like, wow. they made that person take the story down. So, even myself, I'm not supposed to say anything bad about the country on YouTube. That's why every YouTube video you watch about it, it's positive. I love Korea. Korea is great. Yeah, yeah. Korea is amazing. That's, that's, yeah, I'm like, that's, I'm always that's like, fucked oh up, yo. God, I can't wait to get home and actually speak my piece, you know? Oh, yeah, true. Um, so, so when you guys just very, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. No, it's, okay. it's it's just like on. I remember watching like even multiple videos where you're like, you know, Korea is generally safe, and like one of the girls was like, she can literally go home at like 3 a.m. and she'll be fine. Yeah. Um, is that true? That is true. Okay, that is okay, true. okay, 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 okay. I haven't I haven't made up a lie about the country. I just say. Only the good. The good. So everything thing. I've said is true. Yeah. I just, I just focus on the good things, but the bad things haven't been done to me. It's just things that I have. Okay. Like little things that I've mentioned in my videos about how the Koreans won't sit next to you on the bus. Mm. It's like you almost don't want to care, but it is bothering you. Like people would rather stand than sit next to you. Mm. And wow. That's racism. Yeah. It's, yeah, it is racist. Like, but it's like really like some people that will sit next to you, it's like the bus will fill up and then if like you really the last person, like, okay, fine. Like I don't yeah. want to stand, so fine, I'll sit next to her. And even then you can see how they're so uncomfortable and trying not to like touch you, you know, like leave space mm-hmm. in between. Do so they do like that to their white counterparts? Like because whites Funny are foreigners story. too. Yeah. Funny story. Actually, I had a video with uh, this other girl, Madison. She was saying, we did the same. We were recording a video. She's like, oh my gosh, I hate how when the bus is so empty and Koreans just want to sit next to you. I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) They don't sit next to me when the bus is full. What do you mean they sit next to you when the bus is empty? So it's literally the opposite. They admire white people. White people are like, you know, America. They want to white people are God. Yeah. 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 You know, it's blue yeah, eyes. All right. Because it's all white. Right. Yeah. Let me let me tell you a quick short story. My mom, right? My mom. My mother. The person who gave birth to me. She's like, you know, she was going through, <laughs> she was, she was going through she was going through a tough time in her life, you know. And she's like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm going to South Korea to teach English. I'll send you guys money. You know, that's what she decided she was going to do because the economy was getting oh, tight. Yeah. And she got a job and she's like, she's got a master's and everything. So she got a good job, right? Yeah. Guys, this is not a joke. She was there for a month and they sent her back because she didn't have a twang. She didn't have a what? Twang, an accent, an American uh, accent. You know, my, you know, our parents got those like small, solid African accents, you know? So yeah, she, went, yeah, yeah. she went there and she was telling them, eh, if you take six times ten, you get sixty. You know that's that's like a Zimbabwean accent. You can't be telling kids who are trying to learn American English. You know, teaching them uh-huh. the number sixty. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, is that a that general Southern African thing to um, like the South Korean thing? Because I don't know that many people that have gone to South Korea, like Nigerians specifically. So, like, I'm wondering if it's more common in Southern yeah, so Africa. They, they actually only hire from seven countries, which is. Go. 
America, um, mm. New Zealand, Australia, Ireland, United Kingdom, Canada, and South Africa is the yeah. only, only African country they hire yeah. from. Yeah. Mm, I wonder why. <laughs> they say only because um, South Africans are taught United Kingdom English. And someone comments, actually, most African people comment on my videos like, hey, I'm from Kenya, can I apply? Hey, I'm from Botswana, can I apply? Mm-hmm. And they always piss, like, you know what? Yeah. Speak better English than most South Africans. I'm like, yeah. trust me, I yeah. know. Yeah. I know South yeah. Africans don't speak English for shit. They hate yeah. it. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> Personally, there's racism in the system, like so yeah. much racism. Yeah, what? I believe someone was like, "Yo, do you know South Africa has white people?" And they were That's like, "That's what it is. That is exactly what it is." And then they didn't see that. Oh my gosh, you opened the gate for these black <laughs> the blacks. <laughs> now we like, wow. Now they can't stop us. Mm. And most South Africans they didn't even notice most because one of the South Africans actually South Africa is the only country they meet those requirements. You must have been taught in English in primary and in high school because they know most of us go to African African schools. So, but they don't realize that most South Africans were taught in Afrikaans, so they don't Mm. know English either. So, Mm. Mm. yeah. Yeah, and you know that you know that you know that Afrikaans accent is thick, man. You can't get over get yes, rid of that overnight. Don't. Yep, they it are very so tough to get rid of the accent. You know, <laughs> it are very tough. It are tough. Yeah, that are like, a tough, tough accent, bro. <laughs> I love how they must have thought like it was all white people that they started seeing black people apply. They're mm. like, wait, what? What's, what's yeah. up with all these niggas? They, what they, is they, this? <laughs> love it and (laughs) also there's this weird thing so the white teachers here live in better bigger houses than what What the fuck though man and also they teach at international schools (laughs) private like better schools right so this one we for me I live in the city in a small small place but I mean it's free so I ain't gonna complain but my school is in the rural like my school is slow kids like really struggling so all the good schools have the white blue eyed blonde hair people then the other schools have us the rural schools so you can still see it you can still see the whole like you know white people a bit of thing here Mm -hmm. it's very so, so, so now let me ask you a question. Yo, this this shit is tough for real. It's like it's it's like rocking my world. Now, considering this systematic racism as well, this systematic patriarchy, systematic racism, that's the, the environment that you're painting there. Yeah. I can say it because they're not gonna deport me. I'm not I'm not staying. <laughs> I'm joking. I hope they don't. Um, What what was happening? What did it look like during the Black Lives Matter thing? I mean, were were South Koreans like protesting in the streets? Yes, I saw that. Really? Yeah. Okay. But there weren't there weren't any black people with them protesting. There were some, uh, I don't know, I didn't go because it was on mainland and I'm not trying to fly because, you know, COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw videos and t-shirts and stuff like that, but not once did I see like a Korean speaking about it on Jeju. Mm-hmm. I guess on mainland it was a thing, but 
yeah, it's, they just ignored it, I guess. No one really, like, my teachers talk to me all the time about things, but no one brought it up. Yeah. Do you crazy. think it's race, the racism is much better in Seoul? Hmm. What, what does that question mean? Sorry, I don't, I don't understand that question. The racism is better. like a regional difference. Yeah, there's, there's better racism. Like, okay, so. <laughs> no, I think it doesn't, like, is it less? In Seoul, yeah, because Seoul is like Johannesburg, right? Like the capital city. Mm. So there's they use to foreigners, they use to I don't know. I just I think it's better, and that's why the march was there. Mm. It actually happened. The protesting happened in in Seoul. Um, Yeah, it makes sense. Honestly, it makes sense. Um, Funny enough, I've never been to Seoul. I've only like landed there and went to Jeju. So yeah, I can't say. Really, I don't have facts. Okay, so I wanted to ask you, Palissa. You know, I'm kind of stuck on that uh, Black Lives Matter, but there are no black people there. In you know, maybe there are, but like maybe like five of them out of maybe a hundred. So it makes it, it makes me think of uh, this this conversation that I was involved in about this thing, this term, this term is hot here in South Africa. I don't know if you've heard of it or, or you guys have heard of it in, in your vicinities. They call it performative activism or performative wokeness, you know? So now when I'm thinking about what you're telling us about the marches in South Korea, I'm like, are those guys marching because they're really concerned about Black Lives Matter or are they marching because their favorite Instagram pages, which are run by rappers, etc., are protesting against this shit and their influence. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, what you're saying could be a thing because let's let's just say if there are people of influence that are not that are Korean that I don't really fuck with, with with the whole movement, it could be a case where they're being charged by FOMO. You know, mm, exactly. Everyone's doing that, it. Yeah. Yeah, everyone is doing it. Like you enter the Instagram feed, all you see are just blacked out tiles. Like, ha, yeah. even me, I should do this thing. Yeah. And then, you know what? Now, nah, fuck Instagram. Let me do one better. Let me mm. go to the streets. And yeah. Then, mm, I'll take a video. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm. we, we saw a lot of that. Like, I mean, a lot of videos. Yo, I saw a video of someone taking a video of someone else <laughs> taking a video of them marching. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like, well, <laughs> what's what's happening? Inception. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know, man. I, I've always kind of felt, and I've got a few Asian friends. I've always had Asian friends my my entire life. Homies from Malaysia, India, etc. But like, I've always kind of felt that Asians in general have an inclination towards racism. Uh-huh. The tendency. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how, and and I, f- I feel like you confirmed it in how you mentioned that um, that's how the system is. It's patriarchal, then it's yeah. racist, or is it racist? Yeah, or I can patriarchal. Add to that, um, and I guess it's a question for Pelissa because I think I have been pronouncing your name wrongly, actually. No, Pelissa. Because when you say, you almost say like there's an N in it. It almost sounds like there's an N. N. Palesta. Okay, it's the way the L is pronounced, that's why. Um, oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. So, in so, so to the E is yeah. pronounced as Palesta. Oh. Got it. And people read it as Palesta. Palesta. Okay, noted. Um, but I guess my question was like, 
is it really racism or is it ignorance? I know, I know there's like racism in like when they don't want to sit next to you on the bus and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But is it actually just because they actually are not surrounded by enough black people? Yeah. So it's like fear of the unknown. You, you, sound, than, like, you sound like a racist apologist. I'm, 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 no, I'm not really pointing a finger. Here. I'm like, I'm, I'm saying, sorry, I didn't mean to like put you. It's <laughs> true. It's true. Like, it could be either. Because and I mean, yeah, yeah. isn't before. isn't racism based in ignorance? Yeah. So, so how how can we separate the two? Mm. I don't. You know, I I get what you what you're saying, and I have a lot of other black friends who have been like, why do we, you know, like. If a Korean wants to touch your hair, you're like, oh, you can do it. But if a white person was about to do it, you're going to be like, nah, that's racist. Blah, blah, blah. But mm. why do we excuse Asians so much? Like, why mm. do we always try to find a reason for that? But like, to be honest, Korea is really, really closed off. Like, it's one of those countries where when I'm doing like a lesson and I show them Drake, they're like, who's that? I show them Justin Bieber. They like who's that? Like my students really do not know anything besides K-pop, and within BTS. their country, you know, yeah, they know they know like Cristiano Ronaldo. They know like soccer players and stuff because they love soccer. But they, they really don't know a lot of things that you just like. You guys really don't know Drake. Like I'll play a song. Uh, like, like he's this. Drake? I'm like, wow. Like, wow. Like Drake can come to Korea, like, and just live his life. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. No one really knows who he is. That's crazy. Um, yeah. so I think that's the difference. Like, there's that borderline, but also Korea has the fastest internet in the world. So I'm like, mm, you guys. Can't you Google stuff? Can't you be on YouTube? Like, yeah, you, know, you mean like, to tell me you've never seen a black person even yeah. on the internet? No, but I, I guess like the difference though, the difference would be the fact that in America, you can call it racism because there are enough like minorities. Like America is meant to be this mm. mixing pot, right? Mm-hmm. So like America, mm-hmm. the UK and like all these places, but like in a place where like it's almost a race and like they're still very, very cultural in that like it's still very new to them. <laughs> can be actually kind of exclusive because it's like, yes, they can Google, but if you don't even come in contact with enough black people, is that even a thing to Google? Yeah, when people see me, you could genuinely see it's the first time they've seen a black person. Yeah, Uno, is is there a whole party going there by your spot? You know, know, you can't do that. Yeah, Uno, I'm, I'm saying it's not like having a party over there. You know, lockdown says you can't do that. No, you know what? Can I t- can I tell you the truth? It's a, it's an empty lounge there. We've got no furniture. You know, this is like where I stay when I'm working. So the the music is just echoing in there. So one speaker and two people sitting. Yeah, you know I'm saying creating a vibe. Yeah, it sounds like a party, <laughs> but but it's really social. Distance. Two people. Maybe he's saying that so he doesn't get arrested. Yeah. <laughs> it's how like convenient her. is it that it's Friday night and we're hearing very loud music. Right. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, I'm almost people have already showed up let's, to the party. Let's let's, let's, yeah. let's let's get back to being serious. <laughs> okay, okay. I wanna yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Speaking about so I, I don't know what's happening here in SA Palisa. You're a lady, yeah. a woman, girl. <laughs> All those. This terms. is such a nice intro. <laughs> I know. 
Um, how like do you, you feel about what's happening in our country? Can right you give now? a preface to what, what exactly is happening? Oh, okay, all right. Um, so in the midst of COVID, in the midst of Black Lives Matter, you know, niggas are still killing women out here. And, you know, in, in South Africa, it's like a real... It's, I hate to, to, to phrase it like this, but it's like a trend. You get what I'm saying? Mm. Like uh, domestic violence... You know, whether the person ends up dead or bruised or, you know, like, I'll, I'll tell you one, 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 one incident that like caught the imagination of the whole country. This guy stabbed his pregnant partner 10 times, then hanged her on a tree. You know what I'm saying? That's what's happening here, you know, and it's been happening, you know, mm. it's been happening and I mean, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Like one, a lot of uh, social media influencers in, here in South Africa are like really not talking. They're not that active that much online anymore because people are starting to call them out for being associated with known abusers because that's how fed up people are. There's a, there's an Instagram page and Twitter page full of pictures and stories of people who, of, uh, abusers. Those are part of the, the initiatives that women in SA are taking or people in SA are taking to, I'm like, okay, yeah. how do you, how do you feel? But listen, you know, I feel like you, you, you're like somewhere else, but do you feel disconnected to the, the struggle that our people are facing? Our, our ladies, women, sisters. I mean, obviously not because I mean, I think you can tell even like how the, the mood in here changed. It's like we're all laughing and it's just like dead mm, silence. Mm, mm. It's, it's sad. It's scary. I mean, like I said, I am, I am a South African woman. I have friends. I have, uh, aunts. I have, you know, a mom. I have a friend who is actually in an abusive relationship and she only told me when they broke up. She's like, Oh yeah. Like remember how I used to be so scared of him? It was because he used to beat me up and stuff. And, I'm like, what? Like, it was crazy that she couldn't tell me. And I thought we were good friends. Mm. I mean, I was happy that she told me eventually and she left. Um, She's a friend that's in North Carolina now, but it's Mm. like, wow, like it could happen to someone so close to you without even like knowing the thing. Yeah. 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 Because they really do fear. You know, my parents, my my dad is not abusive to my mom, but... Mm. My mom says my grandfather was abusive to my grandmother. Mm. So it's like, I feel like everyone knows at least one person yeah. who was abused or something. Mm. And that's, and there's, that's there's, not okay. there's an inverse to that. You know, the, there's a saying, I don't know if you ever heard it. Every woman knows a woman that's been raped or abused, but no man knows an abuser mm. or, or a rapist. And, you know, it's yeah. like, is that true? Really, I mean, if you look at the numbers, you mean to tell me it's only one corner of guys doing this? No, it's it's a lot of people. And I'll I'll I'll, I'll, oh, be, frank, I'll be frank with you guys. You know, in in my vicinity, I just discovered a fresh case of uh, domestic abuse, and this this person is like particularly close to me, almost family. You know, they say your your friends are the family you choose. So I, I consider the homie family, you know, and it, mm-hmm. I'm not watering it down by saying it wasn't that severe, but he did it. He slapped that girl. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm caught up in a conundrum for real because I'm like, okay, this is my bro. And I don't want to get pulled into a social media hype 
to expose this person, you know? But at the same time, this issue is sensitive. But if I also don't do something in any way, does that make me any better? Yeah. I'll say this, but like any discussions that need to be had between you and your homie needs to be done between you and your homie. Mm. Don't involve social media. Yeah, because that shit is why I say that. Yeah, because it's exactly, this shit is real. You know, and not, not to take away the good stuff the social media has done, but some people can also, you know, take whatever you are trying to do and use it to create some kind of agenda against you. Because I've seen cases where people, where gents are saying, you know, no, we can't do this to women. We can't do that. We must think about ourselves as men. And then somebody will jiggy jiggy come to be like, but wait, don't you know somebody who's an abuser? And you're yeah. coming here saying, oh, this good shit. What are mm. you doing? Mm. Now it's tricky. That's what mm. I'm saying, man. And then, like, then they call you a performative activist. Exactly. <laughs> now you're being called a performative activist. So the advice that I can give you is that, hey, man, you like you need because I don't I don't want to say that you must just cut this guy out of your life completely because then he won't know that he's fucked up. Because how yeah. else will you know that you fucked up until you tell them, hey, dog, listen, you fucked up here. Mm. Do you know that you can actually better yourself? You can but I mean, easy. I mean, the other the other thing is that doesn't he know that he fucked up? I mean, not not like I don't want to like you know like speak about it, but I'm like this person knows that they fucked up. I'm coming there. I'm saying, homie, you do fucked really up. Yeah, yeah, do they really? That's the question. Yeah. Do they really know? Yeah, a lot a lot of progress can be made in this world if more people admit yeah. to themselves and to other people that yo, I fucked up. You know. If people can do but that, more, I'm going to see some progress. That's what yeah. they always do. They always apologize. Like they realize and like after they did whatever, like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm not going to do it again. And then do it again. So if he's your friend, obviously, I don't know how you found out. Like, did he tell you or did the girl tell you? Like, how did you find out about the situation? He told me. Oh. He told okay. me. I was the first person he told. Yeah. Did he and say what, apologetically? What what yeah, was the yeah. tone? You, you know, I feel like it was it was kind of smug, you know what I'm saying, when when telling me in that moment. You know, even yesterday I had another convo with, with a colleague of mine and I asked him the question, uh, have you ever beat a woman? And he's like, yeah, I've slept one woman. And I asked him why. He's like, no, she was just acting crazy. I was like, what the fuck are you saying, bro? And, you know, it's like he felt it was justified to do in that moment. But... And he felt you comfortable asked, enough to talk about it. Yeah, eh? but you asked you asked him the question. So yeah. I feel like most men should be asking that question. If you yeah. didn't ask, have you ever been a woman? You wouldn't even think that guy has done that thing. Yeah. And that he would respond in such a casual way. So I feel That's like true. guys should be should stop assuming that this person doesn't do it and really just ask, like, hey, have yeah. you done this before? Yeah. And the next step is just talk about like why why do you guys feel like it's okay to because it starts like that and then it ends in like us dying because yeah. obviously men are stronger yeah. than women yeah, yeah and, and, you don't realize something mm, you don't realize something that the same way we're going to deal with sexism and gender-based violence the same way we're going to deal with racism mm. with racism right a black person can tell a white person about these things. They'll, it'll just be a case where it goes in one ear and comes out the other one. But mm. then they'd be more inclined to listen to another white person about about mm. the, uh, about racial injustices mm. around mm. the world. Same now, the same principle can apply with 
you know, women abuse is that the people that are that are doing these things is mostly men, right? So they would be more willing to discuss and open up if if they're talking about this item with another man. Mm-hmm. Because if it was a woman talking about talking about gender based violence and stuff like that, what's gonna happen? Men are it going be, to find a way it, to it defend be, them. It becomes a position a situation where I must yeah, where I must defend my gender. Why? Why must you do that? Exactly. Shut the fuck up. Not all of us are like that. Yeah. Not all of us are like that. I've seen um uh, a post that said if we weren't saying all men were trash like if we said some men are trash it wouldn't have went anywhere that hashtag but because when we said all men are trash people that aren't trash are getting offended and are being like why are you guys saying you know like conversations are starting from that hashtag mm. but if it was hashtag some men are trash you were just gonna look at that tweet and be like yeah. I call I'm You're part of the I'm part of, of the I think yeah. I mean, think it's just the thing of when it's like it's kind of like saying white people are racist obviously there's good people there's exactly. good white people but then it's the majority that matters that makes mm. the difference yeah. and so if we're like some white people are racist obviously some white people are gonna be like yeah I'm not one of, I have black yeah, people all of them are people. Just, you're not gonna yeah. check yourself you yeah. need to mm-hmm. check Yourself. Mm-hmm. I also I also feel like um, if as a man you have to justify that you're not trash, you probably are trash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, there's I no there isn't. I don't think there's actually a problem with checking yourself. Like not trying yeah. to justify yourself, yeah. but like just be like, oh, have, have there been any places in my past where I've actually mm. done X mm. and Y? It's yeah. important to examine yeah, yourself. Exa- exactly, exactly, like, exactly. But you don't have to. You don't have to, like, uh, I'll, I'll phrase it like this. If you're a good person, don't waste your time trying to prove that you're good. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Just just be good. Shut the fuck up and be good. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like a, a, lot, of, a, lot, of, a lot of these not, uh, not all men niggas are niggas who are actually not that sure about how good they are. That's why they feel like they have to justify it. Mm. You know, that, that, that's what I think about that. You know, so yeah, yeah, but things things like that they require more men to men conversations. I, sure. I believe for sure that that that'll be the first step for getting some kind of progress. At least you know, people, you know, men will be more likely to be honest with other men. I don't know why, but it is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. It yeah, is. yeah, and it's also not like it's an easy subject to talk about, even man to man. Like me, yesterday when I, when I was speaking to the guy, look, I'm not a judgmental person, you know. So I'm asking him this question: like, have you ever beaten beaten a woman? He's like, yeah, I slapped her. It's hard for me to not judge the homie, but still look at his action as incorrect and try to correct. You know, like I don't know, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong for saying that, but like that's just my nature. I I I wouldn't like to be judged, so I don't judge. But you know, if you're wrong, you're wrong. Uh, okay. I think we need more people telling them that they're wrong. Like first of all, you have to start the conversation because it's like men don't yeah. know that men are like abusers because first of all, you don't have the conversation. But even when the conversations are had, you have to make them know that it's wrong because I think he's so comfortable to say he's done it before because mm-hmm. it's not wrong societally. For yeah, to say that. yeah. Like yeah. if it was so taboo, he wouldn't share that information. Mm-hmm. With and also, exactly. when you asked, he said she was acting crazy, not, oh my gosh, that was the worst day of my life. I fucked up. It's like oh, he dude. still speaks to his story that yeah. he was crazy. She like, had it coming. No matter how crazy mm. she can be, why would mm. you hit her? 
Mm. You know? mm. So he's still having changed. It's still the same person that beat up mm. that girl that day based on the reason that she was ex- acting crazy and he's still sick. he's sticking to his reason. Yeah. Not like, oh my gosh, great that you know what he's not is. checking himself. Yep. So so one thing I wanted to also talk about, which I feel like is an angle that we underestimate on this subject, is the role of the family. You know? Now I saw this this friend of mine on Instagram. This, this why I don't know, man. Like I don't. It's not like I don't believe in marches, but I don't know why people march because these people are marching and they're carrying posters and they got photos, hashtags for their photos and all that shit. So I'm not judging the intentions. Just that I don't understand it. And the post is written, "Educate your son," and it hit me. I'm like, man, are you an educated son? Like, who educated you in your home about this shit? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's also part of the problem. Like people are looking at it externally and not looking at themselves. Like, like Matilda mentioned, we don't, we don't check ourselves, you know? So, mm. so fine. Maybe you might not be an abuser, but what about your brother? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because, because all these people who are doing all these terrible things are, are part of families. And you mean to tell me that you can beat someone up, a partner that you've been together for five years and none of your parents or siblings know about that shit. Yeah, there's no way. But now, but now, what happens is the family fosters protect a protective environment because you're disappointed in your child, your your brother, right? Yeah. But at at the same time, you have to love them, you know. And providing correction on that is is difficult because what if it's your older brother, or or even just your younger brother, or what if it's your child as a mother? He he comes and he tells you, "Look, look, I fucked up that girl. I'm so sorry." What are you gonna do? You take your child to the to the cops, or you keep quiet. But those are real. Those are those are real conversations. I've I've, I've never heard that angle. Like, what what role are are, are our, our siblings and our parents playing in preventing this thing? Mm-hmm. You know. And I ask myself because I've got I've got I've got siblings. You know, or or I've got a sister. You know, how would my sister handle me telling her that? Look, I beat someone up. Mm. You know? Yeah. I have a younger brother and I just like try to imagine if he told me that, like, would I actually get up right there and there, take the girlfriend to the police station and I'm like, yo, lay a case against him. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I get how difficult it gets or mm. why families because now I love him and I mm. he's my brother. So I see how I would protect him and yeah, my mom yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. And Speaking like from outside, it's like, yeah, don't do this, don't do this. But when it's happening within the family, I, I can see how people can just be like, oh, he's sorry. He doesn't usually do this. Oh my gosh, Shiro is back. He's so quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's why they make it a point to, to raise your son's rights because it's mm. like rather than having to do that kind of thing, it's like raise them yeah, yeah, yeah. with. Like so, so that exactly, exactly, yeah. So yeah, it's uh, Shiro. Do you wanna? I feel like you wanted to say something there. <laughs> um, I spoke to somebody about domestic violence yesterday, actually, because during Corona, the numbers have definitely gone up. That's like global. They have. <laughs> um, but and he was just telling me like the moment he felt like he was raising his fist hand at her, he knew like it was time to end the relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to hear like your guy who's saying like, oh, I beat her because, you know, she was acting crazy. 
versus another mm-hmm. guy who was like, when I felt that urge to to do something, like I I had to, I knew this was my stopping point. Yeah, because because so that's a that's a that's a turning point in your life as a man mm-hmm. when you when you do something like that, you've changed. And I mm-hmm. feel like I feel like if someone is in your life and they're changing you for the for the worst in, in that way, you need to cut them out. For your own good, because you don't want to be that guy that they're escorting to jail because you crossed the line. I mean, I've also like been in a situation where I just found out that the guy I was dating was cheating and I literally wanted to beat him up, but I knew I couldn't because he's stronger than me. So I think guys mm. have that urge too, but I mean, girls have it too, but they know they, they're just going to lose. But guys then take advantage and be like, I, I know I can beat her up. I really know I can beat her up. It's a mess. Women are also fighting out here, though. Let's. Uh, I do want yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are definitely taking um, their chance. <laughs> True. I was just like, okay, maybe not, because you might beat me back, and yeah. it will be worse for me. Mm-hmm. But most guys, I guess, take advantage of that fact. Or even yeah. if, like uh, Shira is saying, maybe the woman will start the fight or try her luck, but the guy will win because of strength. Mm-hmm. Maybe the girl will win in some cases. I don't know, but it just shouldn't be happening at all. Yeah, yeah both genders. Yeah. yeah, both genders should really not yeah. just yeah. hear each other. Uh, you know, you know. Can I tell you something? It's very refreshing to hear ladies say that because I mean, look, I'm I'm one person that I like to have these robust discussions. You know, so I I remember I was having this con convo with a friend of mine, and I was telling her about this relative of mine that I mentioned who, uh, this relative friend of mine that I mentioned who had done this thing to this person. And, um, in, in all honesty, in that situation, the girl fucked him up. (laughs) He just slapped her. Not that it's a small thing, but she fucked him up, you know? And if we're to put it on a scale, she, she, his life was more in danger in that moment than his, you know, but yeah, but people don't want to talk about that. Because it's happening more to women, and I understand. Trust me, I understand. It's just you know, at least at least I'm trying to say that you guys understand that this thing happens on both sides. You know, yeah, and it's no, not it's, and it's, it's not right on either side. Yeah, the Absolutely only problem right. is that it just should not come up when people are talking about. Um, the, the violence on women. Like, it's okay for yeah. us to bring up these conversations separately, but it seems a lot of times Absolutely. when women are speaking up about things, it's kind of like all, all lives mattering it. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's, it's, let's just discuss two issues on a separate, um, yeah. like, yeah. conversation the, 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 rather the, the, than be like, oh, but it's also happening to men. We the, know. The, yeah. we know. The, the phrase okay. people like to use is read the room. <laughs> read the room. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We acknowledge that that was the discussion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but, lives matter, mm-hmm. and then people bring up all lives matter. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, we know, but don't bring it up now. Yeah, like, not not right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, Palessa, as we wrap up, I, I had a question I wanted to ask you. Uh, two questions. Um, one being, what's yeah. the worst thing about being South African? But I'm pretty sure GBV is one of them. <laughs> so you can tell us what one of the best things about being South African is? <laughs> I don't know. There's so many th- things I can think of. Um, I guess just, oh my gosh, you put me on the spot. Uh, these things about being South African. Mm, just maybe, maybe the language, you say your home language. 
the languages. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. The culture, being just being South African, mm. um, it has its up and downs, just like any other culture. But mm. you still, you know, proud. yeah, I'm still proud to be South African, even though I do not agree with most of the things people do. You mm. know, like mm. hate xenophobia, it's the most dumbest thing I've ever heard. But we should so, have this conversation one day. Yeah. Like the xenophobia conversation. Palissa, if yeah. you ever want to come back and like we can have this discussion. Yeah. I mean, because I know like Nigerians were really insane. riled up about yeah. it. Yeah. 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 But this, yeah. it's a whole other topic. It's a whole nother yeah. topic. Yeah. It's a yeah. whole two hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's it's midnight right now in South, in South Korea and Palissa is, is going to wake up cranky because of That's us. <laughs> Almost, it's 1 a.m. 1 a.m. Oh my, it's uh, 1. No. Okay, that's it. Well, we're so <laughs> grateful that you took the time out. Yeah, yeah. Thank to, you so much. Uh, for having thank this conversation. you so much. Thank yeah. you. It was great. I'm going to follow your Instagram. We, we saw your, um, we saw, we were looking at your Instagram yesterday. Bomb? <laughs> <laughs> Bomb? Do you want to drop you. your Insta for people? Yeah, drop you. Where can yeah. the peeps find you? Do I spell it out or? I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> spell it um, out. My Instagram is my last name and first name, so J O N A S P A L E S A, and my YouTube channel is the other way around, P A L E S A J O N A S. And there you have it, Africans yeah. doing yeah. things, big things. Big things. Oh, listen, thank you so over much. The world. Please follow me. I'll follow you back. <laughs> I already I'm stalking your YouTube, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day I'm gonna move to Korea as well. Oh my gosh! Please, seriously. I'm not gonna lie. You know, I I, I kind of thought about going to Korea, but that thing of you can't smoke weed. Uh, hey, I'm not so oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I yeah. see you have dreadlocks, Melissa. Do you do you smoke? Have you? <laughs> I I did back home, but oh, okay. <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> 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 this is me, guys. I've never, I've never even smelted here. Oh Ooh, yeah. 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 If wow. you smell, if you smell it, you know someone's getting arrested tonight. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and you know, like there's a drug test you take um before you get hired. Yeah. Yeah. So, I heard. Yeah. Yeah. I had to quit months before, so wow, I can't wait to get home. You miss it. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to find out that you're about the trees. Palessa, thank you so much. We've thank got you no so time much. left. Peace. Thank you, guys. Peace. Peace. Have you. Bye. Bye. Alright guys, so that's it for today and don't forget to follow us, leave comments on, on our page, let us know what you think, comments on our Apple podcast um, mm-hmm. and our SoundCloud, SoundCloud as well follow us on socials, Instagram Twitter, Facebook, at Pod. and um, yeah, we'll catch you guys next week with our full episode, we promise to give you a banter episode because we've been dropping serious, serious things <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, we like, are versatile, so we are ver- exactly <laughs> Exactly. Not every time serious. So yeah, have a great rest of the week, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.